voice where my Savior died. Downward from cleansing from sin I cried. There to my heart was the blood applied. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. Glory to His name. There to my heart was the blood applied. Something happened. 
It's already dark and the service hasn't started. And I think that's really affected the service tonight. I mean, I'm ready to go to sleep. So we need to wake up. We need to get fired up. We need to get excited. I'm looking forward to what the Lord has laid on my heart tonight. Uh, turn to Luke 24. Say, I'm not listening to this. Luke 24, in verse number 1, we're going to go through verse number 1 all the way down through, uh, let's go all the way down to verse 9, and uh, jump into things this evening. I hope you're excited, I really do. I hope you're looking forward to what the Lord can do in your life and your heart, obviously, not by what I have to say, I can't do anything for you tonight, uh, but through this work, through this book, this book is, is pretty amazing. Uh, God is a great God. He is a powerful God. And uh, He can be powerful in your life. He can be uh, powerful and work, mighty works in your home, in the situation that you're in today. And uh, I'm, I'm here. I'm looking forward to getting excited tonight about what uh, uh, God has to say here in His Word. Let's go down through, uh, starting verse 1, all the way down through verse 9. It says, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher, and they entered in, and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed, they were about, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid, and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered unto the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulchre and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. Let's pray. Father, we come to you and we thank you for this day. We thank you for how good you are to us, Lord. Just what an awesome day it was uh, this morning. The preaching, the singing, uh, the buses this afternoon, the children, all the children that were here, Father, for the service, the singing, and the preaching that will be done this evening. Father, just help us to get something from your word. We need you to do something amazing here tonight. Show up and do something only you can do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. <clears throat> this, this is a passage of scripture that every time I read it, it gets me fired up. It gets me excited. Um, I don't want to get to a place in my life, I don't want to get to a point where I go to sleep or I, I just read through these words, this portion of scripture, like it's a Bible story that I've heard over and over and over again. Since I, have a, since I was a little boy in Sunday school class to where I am today, I don't want to forget that these words are, He is not here, but is risen. Remember how He spake unto you. When he, was in, he, he told us this was going to happen. He told these folks that I am going to die for you, but I am not going to remain that way. And uh, he stayed true to his word. And uh, how powerful. We, we, we would be wasting our time tonight. We would be wasting our time right here, right now, if this verse was not here. If Jesus had stayed dead in the grave, if he was still there in that tomb, I would have no reason to be here tonight. I would have stayed home this afternoon and watched the Browns lose again. I would have done I'm not going to stop. I'm a Browns fan through and through. Even though Brother Green rips me all week long, I don't care. But there is a reason that we do what we do around here. 
And there's a reason why we allow 170 plus bus kids to run through these buildings, throwing chairs around, jumping over bus seats, going crazy. There's a reason we have big days around here because he is risen. He is alive and well today. And that is a reason to be excited. I hope, I hope, maybe, maybe you never say amen. You've never said amen, amen in your entire life. Maybe, maybe before this service is over, you will say amen. Or get a little bit excited when I talk about how Jesus Christ is no longer in the grave. He is alive and well. I have three, three points, three points for you. Three points. I'm running to count. I really am. I'm thinking this thing. I'll get it. Three points tonight. And number one, he is risen. I'm talking about Christ. And, uh, and that, that's a good topic. For me, that's an easy topic. <laughs> I was uh, praying last night, and, and I'll be honest with you, I didn't have this message till last night. I, I didn't sit on it and pray on it all week long. I prayed that the Lord would give me something, but he didn't give it to me till last night. But when he gave it to me, I knew that this is exactly what I needed. This is exactly what you need. Uh, I'm excited about it. Number one, he is risen. He is, he is risen. Let's uh, let's look at this uh, Philippians 4, verse 4. I'm sure that you've got this memorized, but let's look at it anyway. Philippians 4, verse 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let's get excited today about what God has done for us, about what God is doing in your life, what God can do in your life. Are you allowing him to work in your home, your family? Are you, are, you, are you allowing him to do his mighty works in your homes today? Too often, too often that might not be the case. Uh, the, the Jesus, uh, the Lord is there. He wants to do something amazing in your home. He wants to do something amazing in your life. But we're not ready for it. Not even because I don't want to have a relationship with God, but I don't want to commit to what that may be, to, to what God might have for me and my family, where he might want me to go, what he might want me to do. I'm not willing to make those commitments, and because of that, I'm always on the edge. I want to read my Bible a little bit. I want to pray a little bit. I'm going to come to church pretty faithful, but i got to be careful how involved and how into this thing I'm going to get because the Lord might say something that I really honestly am not ready to hear. We need to be willing to put self ourselves behind and say, it doesn't matter what I want. It doesn't matter where I'm willing to go. Lord, whatever you want for me, whatever you want for my family, my home, that's where I want to go. That's what I want to do. We need to have a willing spirit. And when we think of the fact that he is risen today, we need to rejoice over that. We need to be excited about that. And you know what? When I came in this morning, I knew we were going to have a good day. Why? Because when people are excited, for some reason they talk a lot louder. And when I walked through the through the, the halls here and people were in the court, you guys were talking really, really loud today. Everyone was talking really loud. I knew we were going to have a good day. When, when we're down and we're depressed, we're willing just to sit off by ourselves. And here we go. Another day at church. This is what we do. Wow, I've got a... I've got to go through this main service, and I also have to stick with the buses all afternoon, and then I have quiet practice, and then, and then, whoa, this is a long day, and we kind of do, we're willing to curl up, go to the corner of the room, and go past. <laughs> we got to get excited. 
We've got to get fired up about what God has done for us, about what he did. He died on the cross. Why? To save you from your sins. I'm sitting in a classroom this afternoon talking to some boys that wanted to know how they could know for sure they were going to heaven. And I was getting fired up. I was getting excited as I was going through the plan of salvation and thinking about the fact that, yes, I am a sinner. And I deserve a devil's hell with Jesus Christ left his home in heaven to die on a cross to save me from my sins. I was getting excited. Does that get you excited today? Does that fire you up at all? That the creator of all things, the creator of the universe, left his perfect home in heaven to die on a cross to save me from my sins. Oh, it, it upsets me when I think about all the times that I fail him throughout the week and when I'm working at the carousel and I, I smash my finger and I'm, I'm, I'm getting the hang of this thing. I'm trying to figure out how this whole construction thing works. I get mad and upset and I want to say something I shouldn't say. And, oh, man. I, oh, it happens. It does. Don't act like it doesn't happen to you. Come on. I got everyone laughing. No, really. Honestly, we fail the Lord over and over and over again. We make mistakes. We disappoint Him. But He loves us anyway. <laughs> That's a good reason to get excited. You know what? When you're excited, excitement is contagious. Amen. It really is. Amen. If you come in here, it goes the other way too. If you come in here with a frown on your face, it's going to spread. Yeah. We need to be excited today. We are on the winning side. Amen. We must not forget that. We're on the winning side. He is risen. We've got to rejoice and we've got to remember. Let's go back to uh, Luke chapter 24. Luke 24, main portion of scripture there. It says in Luke 24, I'm going to read down. Uh, I'm going to start in verse 7 through 9. It says, saying the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day risen again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. We must not forget. I've talked about this before. We must not forget what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. We must not forget that he is alive and well today. And when we remember those things, that's what will drive us to go and tell to go and tell a lost and dying world, uh, a world that is in need of a Savior, when we, we remember this, that He is risen, that will drive us to go. When, we are, when we're tired, maybe a bit, we're, we're down, we're disappointed, discouraged, when we remember that, that will drive us to pass out that track, to witness to that, that co-worker. When we're not feeling soul winning this Saturday, we're going to go anyway. When we're tempted to quit and give up, you know when you'll get excited, when you'll start to rejoice, is when you're starting to witness on a regular basis. And someone else beside you starts to get it. That's exciting. When you're talking to those boys and girls about Jesus Christ and they realize their need for a Savior and you realize and you understand that a light bulb goes off, that'll get you excited. When we remember what Jesus did for us on that cross, when we remember that he is alive and well today, that will drive us to go and preach the gospel 
God has promised or has commanded us, excuse me, commanded us to go and preach the gospel. But too often this is not at the forefront of our minds. We're too busy. Our lives are too hectic. Ramming and running, we don't have time to pass out the gospel track. We don't have time to sit down and think about what Jesus did for us. I've got too many things to do. We must remember how good God is. We must remember He is risen. Number two, He is relevant. He is relevant. You know, yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. As we go throughout the years, and we can look at these pictures on the back wall here, and some of you have been around for years. And if we're honest with ourselves, as we look at some of those pictures back in the 90s or those early 2000s, and, and you see yourself now and you look at them, there is some change. You have to be honest. There, are, there is some change there. One way that some is good, I'm sure. There's maybe some that's not so good in your own mind. There's change. We change. But I'll tell you this, that Jesus Christ does not change. Amen. The same yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. And we can count on that on a regular basis. We don't have to worry about it. We don't have to wonder. We don't have to think about it. Jesus is the same. When times are good, when times are bad, Jesus is the same. He is always there for us. He will never leave us, nor forsake us. Jesus is the same. And we, we, see that, <clears throat> we see that in Hebrews 13, verse 8. Yesterday, today, forever, Jesus is the same. He's the same in the events of, of this world. Just as He was there and the same as when this, when this world was created, He's the same today. And when we look and watch the news or we listen to it on the radio and we think, oh man, what is going on? What is happening in our world today? And we allow ourselves to become discouraged? We must. We have to remember that Jesus is the same Amen. today. Just as He was yesterday. Just as He was the day before. Jesus is the same. <laughs> He's not going to change. He's not going to change His mind about your salvation. He, he's not going to take that back. He's not going to change his mind and say, I'm sick of you. messed up too many times. I'm done. I quit. Man, Jesus, so merciful, so gracious. We take those things for granted too often. In our homes, we think to ourselves, we allow ourselves to excuse so many things in our homes. As in, well, times have changed. It's different now. Let me say this. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But sin is still sin. And we must be careful with what we allow into our homes. What we allow into our lives. It's not okay. If the Bible says it's not okay. This has not changed. Maybe the church across the street has changed. It's stand on, on this area or that area. And, and I pray to God that that does not happen here. Because we base everything that we preach here at Community Baptist Temple is based off the Word of God. Amen. Not a man. Amen. We're thankful for a man of God. We're thankful for a man of God that will stand and proclaim the Word of God. Amen. But 
This word of God does not change. And if you are basing everything you stand for in your home on this right here, God's word, you will be just fine. It's not what I'm feeling today or what I think should happen tomorrow, where I need to go or what it's I, 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 me, me, me. No, Jesus must be number one. Amen. He should be the king of your home, your life. And if he's not today, if he's not number one, if he's not the center of your home, then you need to get that fixed tonight. Do not allow yourself to go another day. Another week, another year, we're coming up. It's unbelievable. Weren't we just sitting here just a few months back? It seems like just yesterday. Here we are, 2015, and a whole other year goes by. Is, is Jesus number one in your home? We must make God number one. So many things change, pass away. Jesus is the same. He is risen. He is relevant in our world, in our homes, in our churches. We must stand firm on this book, Amen. the Word of God. Amen. Look to no one and nothing else. This must be number one. He is relevant. He is, number three, He is, <clears throat> excuse me, righteous. He is righteous. We never have to worry. We never have to wonder. Does God know what he's doing here? He just told me to. I think he's leading me to. We don't have to worry. God is in control and he's in charge and he is righteous. He is perfect in all his ways. Let's go to Psalm 145, verse 17. Psalm 145, verse 17. One hundred and forty five, verse seventeen. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works. Where is he leading you today? We need to get to a point in our lives. Where we are willing to trust Him. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thy ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct thine paths. In all thy ways. His way is perfect. His way is righteous. We must trust Him. I don't know what you are going through today. I don't know what you're dealing with this week. What's coming? You must remember that Jesus is righteous. Amen. Amen. We serve a risen Savior. He's relevant in all the events that take place today just as he was 2,000 years ago. And that same Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is a righteous God. Perfect and holy without sin. It's hard for me to imagine that. As I was talking just a moment ago, just a moment ago, I make mistakes every single day. I get upset at myself when I allow myself to do and think and the places I go. I, I get upset. Why did I why did I do that? I, I'm wasting time. I was supposed to be here, supposed to do that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have gone. Oh, we make mistakes. I make mistakes, but I can count on the fact that Jesus Christ is perfect. 
He's never going to lead me to a place that I should not go. He's never going to tell me to say something that I should not say. We've got to be careful. We like to put words in, in God's mouth. I think the Lord is leading me to rip so-and-so's face off. <laughs> we, allow, we allow ourselves to be fooled. They deserve it. I saw what they did. We've got to be careful today. Because my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is righteous. What are we doing here today as Christians? Is there, is there a desire to become more like Christ? Not just on Sundays. It's hard. We sit here on Sundays and it's like, it's so simple. The preacher gets up and preaches and, wow, that, that sounds wonderful. That sounds great. That's awesome. I'm going to live for God this week. And we go to work and someone says something that just sets us off. Or we have to do something we don't want to do. And all of a sudden, all of that, that Christ-like stuff goes out the window. It can't be... It can't be something that... We are to listen, to heed to the advice of our pastor. As I said a moment ago... We should be thankful for the pastor that God has given us. But it can't be just a man. We do this because our preacher said so. Are you studying the word today? Are you digging in the Bible? How is your prayer life? He said, these are so basic. This is something you could teach in the first or sixth grade class for the buses. Do we have a good hold on? Where are we at today? Where are you at in your Bible reading? Can it be improved? I think so. I know that mine can. Your prayer, prayer life, can it get better? I'm so thankful over this last month. In our class, our, our young married couples class, we've gone through, we had a spirit challenge, and we were in, in this thing together all the way through the month of October, and we were reading our Proverbs. We were reading other scriptures. We had a whole program set out every single day. We like to get, we want to get in shape, and we want our physical bodies to be nice and strong and healthy. But too often we let the spiritual side of things just fall apart. And we had, there's there's the ab, the 30-day ab challenge, and the 30-day cardio this and that. Hey, the 30-day spirit challenge. And the testimonies that were given today, I've just been excited all day thinking about the things that were mentioned, the things that were said, and how it was a blessing to me and the others in the class. And that's what's going to happen when we make God, when we make His Word number one. The center of our home. Husband, wife, mom, dad, children, teenager. How are you doing today? What needs to be improved? What can be fixed? Let's not forget. Jesus Christ is risen. He is alive and well today. We must not forget that. And let's be excited today. Let's be excited this week when we got to get up early in the morning. we got to work late. Let's be excited because we serve a risen Savior. Amen. Let's remember when we're doubting the Lord, He is relevant in the events of today. He knows what He's doing. We haven't passed Him up. Well, technology! We haven't passed up the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He 
He knows what's going on. He's in control. He's in charge. But the media said, he's in control. He's in charge. We serve a risen Savior. <coughs> and he is righteous. We serve a righteous Savior. He's never going to take you someplace you're not supposed to go. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. In all thine ways, and he shall direct thine paths. We serve a mighty, powerful God. Let's not take his goodness, his grace, his mercy, his love for granted. And let's do something for that Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, this week. Father, we come to you and we thank you for this day. We thank you for how good you are to us. <clears throat> God, you are so good to us. When we fail you, you love us anyway.